Okay, I'm back. Sasha, I'm here. Dedicated to crack this mic, even though I feel a little under the weather. Um, but I'm still here and want to talk about some things. So I'm not going to talk about what's been the obvious thing to talk about all week is DJ Envy. Um, someone posted up a uh, shout out to, uh, I think it was Danny from The Stop, or it might have been Chigs, but one of them posted up saying like, at this point, um, making content about DJ Envy is a cheat code because you're going to get views. It's the only thing anybody's talking about now, and you should do it. Um, but you know me. I'm a rebel. I ain't doing it. I ain't doing it. No. I said what I had to say about Envy. I'm saying it on the different platforms, um, and that's just my opinion. The only thing I want to say, though, about Envy before I get into the real topic is this stupidness where they're saying his wife actually has gone to her Instagram page and started deleting the items, um, any lavish items that she has or things like that. Um, girl, stop. Trust me. Uh, that is not what the feds are looking for. And if they were, they already have it. I think that even though I know people are saying, oh, she's dumb, she thinks she's hiding it, I think that what she's trying to do is something that um, we didn't see with Erica Jane. For all of my people who watch um, Beverly Hills Housewives, Real Housewives of Beverly Hills, uh, Erica Jane was married to Tom Girardi, the old guy, and he got caught up in some type of scam or whatever, fraud. And they were coming after him and her for their assets to satisfy him. And he went into some type of nursing home because he was really that old. Um, and she, they divorced, of course. And she had all of these lavish things. Um, and on one of the episodes, she had like these diamond earrings in her ear. And they were like a million dollars. And everybody was looking at her saying, well... Uh, why don't you give those to the victims and this and that? She's like, no, they my damn earrings. I'm not turning them over. She was like, if the court says that I have to give something over, I'll gladly give it over. But I'm not just going to give my stuff over because I did nothing wrong. And that was her position. And that's why we all love Erica Jane, you know? I think that um, maybe, and again, this is just my opinion. I haven't interviewed Envy Wife, nor do I have any interest in interviewing that lady because that's a whole different thing I, I just don't feel her I really don't um but I think that she wants to avoid that backlash that people are going to come to her saying hey these people are out of millions of dollars and you're sitting here flaunting your 25 days of Christmas gifts which they people were telling me is something that she does and your cars and things like this when these people are out there money and your husband um played a part in that uh Play, he play, he clearly played a part in it. He may not have been the one directly scamming, which I don't believe he was, but he clearly played a part in those people getting scammed. Now, the other part of it is, is that um, I don't know. I, I don't watch the news, but I did. Um, my sister, Miss Jackson, if you nasty, she did send me a clip from the news because she know I was following the story about um, when they arrested or when they approached Cesar Pena's wife. And she had the Chanel shirt on. And, uh, like, the internet went crazy. They were, like, they found out how much the shirt cost. Apparently, it's, like, a $5,000 shirt. I, well, y'all know me. Sometimes I could be cheap with certain things. 
I have no type of understanding why you need a shirt that costs five thousand dollars. Um, that thing better lick me and do everything else um for five thousand dollars. But so people were giving her that backlash, like, how dare you be on TV with a five thousand dollar shirt when your husband is accused of scamming these people out of all of their money? So I don't, I, I really don't know. Um, I but I, I let me back up. I really don't know why. Envy wife has chose the gear or whatever chose to do it, but I believe that that played a part in it. That to, so that when you go through her Instagram, because I'm sure everybody's eyes is on them now, um, that they see all of this lavish lifestyle and thinking that she got it from them, um, which whatever. The the thing is, I well, I just thought about this. Not that I was thinking about this at any other point, but I think that Envy. Envy situation, what's going on, should be a kind of a lesson to some of us to be careful and not to be careful, because I don't want you to be scared when you're mani- when you're manifesting things or when you're setting um, goals or you're doing your affirmations. I don't want you to be scared. Don't come from a place of scared. You scared? Stay home. Go get a dog. You need to be strong in it. It's just that you have to be intentional and direct with what you want. What it appeared what Envy wanted was to be seen as the man who was, uh, I hate the term guru, but I think that's what he wanted to be. Like how Charlemagne had his mental health thing. He wanted to be the, he wanted to be something and it became the real estate guy. Like he's all into that and he knows about that. And that's what he's going to discuss on the show with everyone who comes on there. And he has his thing. And that he wanted that infamy that Charlemagne and everybody, I don't know if that's the, but he wanted to be famous and he wanted to get that that Charlemagne um, has because, I mean, Charlemagne is going to be hosting The Daily Show. He has it now. And that um, surprisingly, what Jesus and Mevo also accomplished. And he wanted that. And it seems like that I don't know if this is what was in his manifestations or whatever, but you have to be careful because um, you don't know how you're going to get it or how it's going to come. The universe will work it out and get it to you. But you want to be really intentional with it so that it's not in this manner because he's everywhere. He's on the news, um, which whatever, even when it's not directly about him, they use his picture. He's all over YouTube. He was trending for about two, three days straight on um, Twitter or X formerly known as Twitter or whatever. So, I mean, that's just really a lesson to be really careful and intentional with manifestations and what it is that you're seeking. I always say um, uh, about somebody, I heard it somewhere, where people say, um, oh, I, I want a husband, or they like, I'm manifesting me um, a husband, a man, I need a man, and this and that. And they never put in the ingredients in their manifestation of what they're looking for in that man. They just like, I need a man. And then the universe provides them a man. Then they start complaining like, this ninja ain't shit, universe. I want it. <laughs> and the universe be like, well, sis, you say the man. He got a wanker. He was born male. Yeah, I, I did my job here. <laughs> All right, so let me stop being silly now and um get off of that bull crap. Um, what I wanted to touch on today 
is this whole thing about male influence and children's lives. So earlier in the week, Krishan Rock, um, I know y'all all of a certain age and y'all don't be on these Twitter, ex formerly known as Twitter streets, but I do. Um, and she's Blueface's last baby mother, the one that sing it's a vibe all the time. It's her. So she had like dressed up like a boy and all of these things. It was a crop top, but whatever. And um, the thing was that she's saying like she's going to be more masculine and dress more masculine around her son. So he doesn't end up feminine. Um, I had an issue with the post where they initially created it because they were they referred to little baby son. And I just didn't like that. Um. Y'all know how I feel about it by now, or y'all should know. Kids, they just off. They off. I don't give a F. Leave the kids out of it. Talk about each other. I don't care. Leave them out of it. Even if they, I understand, they're on the internet, internet, and you're like, well, they're fair game. They're famous. No, they're still not. I, I just don't believe that because they rarely have uh, a choice or they're making a formed decision to be there because they're too young. Leave them alone. So that was my my problem. My only problem with the post that they made um, with her saying that she wanted to dress masculine and act more masculine so her son didn't turn out feminine. Then we just had the um, Kardashian, Kim Kardashian. And I love Kim Kardashian. I know people don't like them, but I love Kim Kardashian. Um, they had her come out and she said that she hired a Manny. We haven't heard this term since what? Um, the early 2000s, a Manny. Remember Britney Spears, all of them were getting Mannies. So what a Manny is, is a male nanny. Um, and she said she got that because she thought it was really important for her son to have male influence around because they're so heavy female around her house. I think it's only Rob over there. Um, and that got me to thinking, and I wanted to know, like, and hear other people's opinion about it. What do you think about that? Because a lot of women are raising male children. And I know back in the days, and even some people still carry these stupid, silly beliefs that um, that a male being raised by a female is why they turn out gay or they're extra feminine because there's no men around and things like that. Um, I don't totally agree with that at all. I really don't. But I do think it's important to have a male influence in a, a child, a male child's life. Uh, and this is my opinion about it. I would love to hear y'all. I, you, as you know, I have a ton of kids, trailer load of kids, like shopper ranks. Um, and... I now have a male child, and for the better part, he doesn't have his dad around. Now, it's two things on my situation is that now I can see before um, every male is not a good influence for your child. Because you have to remember, if you're having a male, if you're having a person around your child, they're going to influence them. So you don't just want any male. You want someone positive or something like that. So now... My concern with my youngest son is that he doesn't have that male influence um, around. And I was even at some point looking into seeing whether they had big brother programs still or something like that. Because I don't want him to come up without any 
positive male influences around. I don't want to say, well, positive or negative, but what I really mean is that, um, and I had the conversation with my oldest son one time. I said, you grew up watching your father do street shit. You then grew up and did street shit. Now we have two other kids, your son and my son. And now you're doing street shit around them. How about we break this cycle? And I, I never judge people about what they do with their lives. I, because let me tell you, and if you knew me in a past life, and I know some of y'all, I hope y'all listening, who knew me when I was a teenager, y'all probably see me like, oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, that's what you turned out to be? Oh, okay. I was worried. Um, but... I don't judge people about their lives because I don't know what's going on. I don't, I, I'm not doing a psychological evaluation, going through their family history to see if this is what is best. I don't do that. You're free to make the decisions about your life. But those decisions and things that you do may be influencing someone else's life. And that we have to control. So um, I, I just told my oldest son when that was happening, I said, we need to break this cycle. So when you want to engage... And um, I don't want to say just street shit, but even just chilling, hanging out with your friends, sitting around talking about bullshit. That's for you and your friends. That's not for you, your friends, and your kids. There's times where the kids will be around, um, and there's times where they shouldn't be around. And we need to create those boundaries so that they don't grow up thinking this is what men do. Um, And I I mean, I, I hate to say, but like... My ex, um, towards the end, I mean, you could go around where he was being at and you could find uh, no less than 10 men just standing around doing nothing. Some of them were selling drugs, which is, hey, at least they're working or doing something. I mean, but then some of them were just standing there chilling with the people who were actually doing their job selling drugs. And it's like... What the F is going on? What is this image portraying? So now you have the little kids who are sitting around and they just see this group of men just sitting around all day. And they think, oh, this is what men do. When you grow up, this is what you get to do. You get to sit around all day and drink and smoke. Um, And that's just really not it. Another thing that I have um, that I would, for me, while I agree, I don't agree with... I don't want to say I disagree. I agree with Krishan part, but I don't fully support how she's going about it. I don't think I need to act that the mother needs to act masculine in order to impute that to her child. But I do think they need the influences. And I'm not totally, I think I'm kind of feeling what Kim is doing is like, and she has the money. I'm going to provide this influence in your life. I'm sure she has a ton of men she could go to and say, hey, Two times a week, can you meet with my son or whatever? But to have that Manny there, I think it really is going to kind of hammer that home for them. Um, but something that I was looking for, Zach, is that I don't want my son to grow up and think that the only jobs available or the only thing you could do with your life is um, NBA, NFL, rap, or uh, work on a garbage truck or clean the school or stuff like that. I wanted him to have different experiences. And there's only one way you could get that. You have to experience it. So a person is not going to know 
hey, when I grow up, or even think they can be, or know what it is, hey, when I grow up, I want to be an engineer. If they don't know anyone who's an engineer, um, I think that their that exposure would be great for my son. And I was actually, like I said, I was looking into if there was a big brother thing. Um, somebody was telling me that the, oh my God, I always get this confused, fraternities, sororities, but the male one, that they have some type of programs where the kids can be around them, but the look so that he can see, okay, there's other options than just um, getting a job that I got to work hard at from nine to five or from 10 to whatever every day. <coughs> In a warehouse, because then that starts to go around. If you have um, men, and there's no disrespect. Listen, I'm not disrespecting anybody. I feel like Dame Dash here. I'm not disrespecting any type of work or what people do, as long as that's what you want to do. Don't let that go over your head. You want me to repeat it? I'm not, well, I'm not disrespecting it in any way. I have no problem with people working at a job or doing any type of work as long as that's what you want to do. If you're doing it for any other reason, then that's what you would like to do with your life and that's what brings you joy, then I do have a problem with it. Um, I think everybody should be able to do what they love and be passionate about what they do. So one of the things we find that goes around um, is that if you have a, and we see it, like the dad works at a certain warehouse and then when the son comes of age, then the dad gets the son a job at the warehouse and then they both just work at the warehouse. And it's like that cycle. So how could, if the dad, if only the dad knew is get a job, get a job, any job, get a job, you got to provide, get a job, work at the warehouse. Then he has nothing else to show his son, but get a job. You got to work at the warehouse. Now, if the, if the son is exposed to different things, then he has different options. Um, I know on my Instagram, I follow some, oh, my God, ladies, y'all in New York. And these men coming out of New York, they all about it, but whatever. That's another story. I guess the ones that's on my Instagram, they about it. But they go in different avenues of business and technology and things like that. And it's important for my male son to see like, oh, I don't need to work at the warehouse or I don't need to work at the garbage uh, or garbage man or um, the and And I'm not saying NFL, NBA are not realistic goals for the kids because they are. Because, um, I mean, every day we see it. These guys are coming from somewhere. It can happen to anyone. However, I don't, I wanted to make sure that that's what they really want. Because it seems like, well, if these are the options being pushed in front of me, and this is all I see. All I see is rap, <coughs> NBA, NFL, warehouse, garbage truck. Then these are what I think my options are. Um, and, and that's really limited. And I don't want my children to be limited in anything. I want them to, to have the opportunity to do whatever it is that they want. So they can only get that by being exposed. Now, as far as um, uh, picking up masculine ways and manly, um, I, I don't know if I'm a feminist or whatever I am, but I truly believe that there are roles that men play in um, society and our lives. There's certain things that I think men should, should not do and should not engage in. 
Um, one thing I think that is really important for anybody, but especially for a man, is that you have to keep your word. You have to stand on what you stand on. Um, also knowing um, when, like, it's going to happen that you're going to have to fight or whatever, but knowing when is the appropriate time that you should fight. Men have a difficult thing women have for those type of things. I mean, a woman, you hump on her uh, her baby daddy, she ready to fight you. But men need to know that in certain situations that even though this may not seem like this is something you need to, you know, they're not physically hitting you, but this is something you need to check and put in line. Um, how you treat a woman, how do you treat a woman? That is something that's going to definitely come from a man, <coughs> a male child observing a man treat his mother or treat another woman. Um, I remember when, um, and I'm about to wrap this up cause you hear this coughing. Um, what was Tamar Vincent, Vince or Vincent, Tamar ex-husband. And he said that he used to have these, um, that he used to see his father, his mother and father, he lived in West Orange or East Orange. He lived out here in Jersey. And he like, and then once a year, they would get dressed up. The dad would rent a limo or whatever. And they would go to the city to go see a show and go see dinner. And those things were things that he carried into his marriage. That's a direct, that impact came directly from him witnessing his father do those things. Um, taking out garbage, um... I mean, opening doors, I had to teach my oldest son, like, okay, when you go and you see a lady, how to open up a door, how to hold the door for a woman. And these things are important in becoming a man. I really think that these things are important in being a man. Um, and there's certain things, like I said, that you can never explain. A woman could never explain to uh, a male child because we just don't live that life so we wouldn't understand and so I really do think it's important um now if I would I hire a manny for my sons I I, I probably would let me be honest if I had um if I had the resources and that was an option I would probably hire someone to come and um, get Zach and take him for a couple of hours to go do, you know, God things. Well, you know, and then he also has a brother and hopefully, you know, he's getting it and he'll make those decisions too. But I don't want anyone to come into his life to try to judge him or try to tell him what he needs to do. I think that's not how you raise kids. You, you show them by example. You make the decision. You lead, and they will understand and follow. Um, <coughs> but only for Zach. I would never have a Manny for um, my my female children. And because uh, I'm sorry, I hate to say it, but um, maybe I've been tainted by life and by the shows I watch and things like that. I just, in all words, uh, um. Uh, uh, Miss Sophia of uh, the color per if y'all don't know it, then y'all should be listening to this anyway. And she says, a uh, girl child not safe in a house um, full of men. 
And it's just what it is. And and Miss Sophia, when she was saying it, well, y'all know about the color purple. But whether it's physical abuse, sexual abuse, molestation, Oprah told us, I, I mean, I'm just too tainted. And I'm sorry that it's that way. But I'm not, well, I am sorry it's that way because um, usually in life, you know, you could say, oh, that's a one-off. That's just something bad that happened there. But it's just too many, too many. Please, we... Uh, my friend, my best friend and I, we were just watching, and I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to laugh, but uh, I think her name was 59 Keys. She did the analysis of this um, murder in Florida. I believe it was Florida. And the aunt's husband killed the niece because he got her pregnant. I mean, I, I just can't. But you could guys, so I don't want to end. Oh, let's not end on that note. <coughs> um, but as far as I guess like um the feminist, so I get I don't want to end on a sad note ever. Um I always try to like lighten things up, but as far as I guess I'll add that part in. As far as whether I believe that a male child being raised by women and in a house of women would make them feminine, I definitely don't believe that. I don't believe that children or anyone turns gay. I believe they are born gay um we can ignore it or not you know acknowledge it into a certain age but I don't think that's that happens I don't think they pick up um feminine ways because I know tons of I don't want to say it like that but I know a lot of men who were raised by single mothers and and nothing feminine about them um I just think that it's just what happens. Like, just some people are going to be more feminine than others. You know, um, oh, I can't remember the book, but in a lot of the stuff that I was reading about, um, like, self-help and all my spiritual stuff, y'all know I'm on that. It's like, and within all of us, it's a masculine and a feminine. So more of us would have more, sometimes more feminine um, attributes will come out, and sometimes it's more male. People have told me before, um, like, I act like a man on certain things. And it's like, all right, whatever. But that doesn't mean I'm gay or anything. It just means that I have more masculine ways on certain things. Um, and I just think that, that the same happens for men, that they may have more um, feminine ways. Uh, I don't want to say, like, certain things, but... I know one of the things like uh like polishing nails or painting nails. It's not so uh just about being gay or anything like that. It's just that that may be something they're into or they may that may appease more of their feminine side to have those things done. Um and that's just my opinion on it. I don't believe dressing a certain way or doing anything or saying your son like I mean is going to change that. But Y'all free to let me know what you think on the topic. I'm going to post it on Instagram. Um, <coughs> we're going to be having, hopefully soon, uh, and I'm so sorry for coughing and everything, but I want to stay consistent and make sure that I'm showing up for this every week. Um, but soon we're going to relaunch the podcast, The Life of a TV Addict. It won't be as much addict, um, at least not on my part. Maybe Fat Pretty Girl could give y'all more of the TV addict. Like I said, I don't watch much TV, but we do 
enjoy watching shows and we were discussing them and my sister Miss Jackson if you're nasty she said to us um during one of the group chats she was like you know y'all should probably had talked about this on a podcast so um another show is coming up on Hulu Black Cake it's a book and everything if you guys want to check it out before the show comes on November 1st I believe it starts um and I told her maybe it would be a good idea for us to revamp the, um, well, reboot the Life of a TV Addict podcast, which I really enjoyed doing with her. And um, we'll just limit it to maybe a couple of shows. And Beverly Hills Housewives coming on. So y'all know I love them. If y'all into that, we could just chit chat about that also. I'm on, <coughs> I'm on Instagram, grown underscore and underscore opinionated. Um, I made a reel about G Herbro and what happened with Funny Marco. I guess I'll make a, I'll do a little short about it and put it up on YouTube. Um, my opinion about everything that went on there. And I'm on YouTube. The channel is grown and opinionated. I'm going to split the channel. So there'll be two channels, one for Life of the TV Addict, one for Grown and Opinionated. Make sure you like and subscribe to both of those. I'm on Twitter. X, I'm sorry, X, formerly known as Twitter, at JMO about, um, please follow me there, jump in there to kind of like, if you're into debating anything or like having any pop culture talk, I'm there. I'm going to try to get up on TikTok. These pop, um, I got to figure out how to do that. While I guess it's not that complicated, like my seven-year-old could do it, but um, I need to see how I can make it entertaining. And these episodes, they're going to be up every week. I'm trying to do two a week. Uh, The format was supposed to be one ratchet and one righteous. Um, I think we're getting a little mixed. We were heavy on the righteousness for a while, so I'm trying to get back to that ratchet shit. Skip! (laughs) All right, so um, I'll see y'all next week. Sasha out. Peace out.